a dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Telling a woman that she can't be an elder is a nonsense rule. If they claim to be in the body, we let them have it. Donald Trump is going to win in 2020 by an absolute landslide. Christianizing the American dream. I said that you, uh, that, that many LDS folks and I uh, love the same Jesus. Uh, I still believe that. Sawing is a blessing from God to make you rich. Treating Jesus like a lottery ticket. The Lord spoke to my heart. Been very few times I've ever heard God be disarticulate with me. And I'm telling you word for word, these words came into my heart. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog Falls Teacher of the Week, episode 44. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So the Master's Dog Falls Teacher of the Week podcast, this segment of the Master's Dog podcast, came out of my old introduction video, which was a very long two-and-a-half-minute uh, montage of false teachers set to a really cool song by result. Used by by permission, thank you, result, um, which I don't use anymore. And um, somebody came to me and said, hey, I don't know who all these people are. I thought some of them were solid teachers. Can you break it down for me how each one of these is a false teacher? And I said, okay, I can do that as an episode. Every week on Saturday for the last year or so, most Saturdays, I have dropped an episode of one of those people. I started with Stephen Furtick because that was who she had a specific question about. And then I've gone systematically. I went through that video from Kenneth Copeland to Cody Coots, uh, Snake Wrangler um, in Kentucky. And broke down each one of them of how they are a false teacher, why they're considered a false teacher. And again, we covered all, all kinds of bases. We didn't just, it's not just, you know, Mormons or, you know, prosperity preachers or anything. I threw in atheists. I threw in new agers. I threw in Donald Trump, you know, was in there as well. So, um, that's where this came from. And so I'm continuing on. I've got some new false teachers in this montage video. I actually have the ability to take and like add the person from the current week in there, which I just did this week. Um, so it took a little more production time on my part to actually make this, put this all together. Um, a little video clip from another interview that I want to uh, discuss. So um, that's why I'm dropping this so late. It's later in the afternoon than usually I do uh, this episode. So all that being said, this week's False Teacher of the Week, episode 44, is Dallas Jenkins. So, I was kind of hesitant to do this video. I tried and tried and tried to give this guy the benefit of the doubt as much as I could. Because, if, for those of you who don't know who Dallas Jenkins is, he is the creator of a very successful television show. Not really a TV show, it's kind of an app show, an internet-based, but intended to be like hour-long episodes, TV series kind of thing, called The Chosen, which is essentially not supposed to be simply about the life of Jesus, although the guy that he's standing next to here plays Jesus. I know I'm going to get my comments from my brothers who are are super-duper reformed, and this is a second commandment violation. Understand? Great. We'll, we'll deal with that another time. But so he's created this show, I saw it. I knew I somehow I came across a video that he did. I mean, years ago talking about it 
not even, I mean, when it was just a concept in his mind. And then a few years later, when I saw it was finally coming out, I downloaded the app, I watched the episodes, I paid money so that other people could do it. I put everything I had, and then I did an episode of Let Me Tell You or one of my podcasts where I endorsed it. And I said, this is a great show. I don't think I was doing Unsolicited yet, so it wasn't part of that, which is what that show is about. And I haven't done an Unsolicited in a while. I'm due for a few. Look, keep watching out for those. So, selfish plug. Um, But I had done a review and gave it rave reviews. Um, And then I saw a year ago today, in fact, um, he did an interview with David Snell from Saints Unscripted, who we are all very... Very familiar with if you're uh, a frequent watcher of the Master's Dog podcast or listener. Um, David Snell is a host over at what was known as the Three Mormons. is now Saints Unscripted. He is their kind of main theologian guy who does the faith and belief segment of that podcast. So they did an interview, and basically this is what he said. This is a a screenshot from that uh, episode um, where he, Dallas said, Talking about, here's the background, that VidAngel, which is the distribution company for The Chosen, is LDS owned. It is owned by LDS people. So many people involved in this. The The set that they used for the second season, much of the second season, season is located here in Utah, owned by Mormon people. So, he... He said, basically, we love the same Jesus. When he said that, I called him out. I did another episode. I revoked my, uh, renounced my endorsement of the show, told people they shouldn't watch it until Dallas is willing to come out and repent and make very clear who is the Jesus that you are presenting in this TV show, The Chosen. Because if you're going to maintain that you love the same Jesus as the Mormons, then you're presenting a false Christ. This is what is qualifying him as now as a false teacher, and I'm not being uh, hesitant about it anymore. So, amazingly enough, since this is a year ago today, and two or three days ago, he did another interview with David Snell again, and he doubled down. He didn't come back and repent. He doubled down. So I'm go- I'm just going to warn you. This is actually the second time I've recorded this video because the first time I just got so heated and I thought felt like maybe I was over the top. And I, I'm going to try, really try to woosa and not go nuts on this one. But let me just let you know, there may be shouting. I'll try to back away from the microphone when I do. So I'm not busting anybody's eardrums. But there may be shouting. So all that to say, here is... Dallas Jenkins with uh, our friend David from Saints Unscripted on uh, another Saints Unscripted uh, interview. Uh, I'll just say, yeah, it's been been quite a ride. And it all came out of my conversation with you. I said that you, um, that that many LDS folks and I uh, love the same Jesus. Uh, I still believe that. Um, It's gotten me in a lot of trouble, but I. Okay. So there you go. His own words. I'm not putting words in his mouth. I'm not, I'm not twisting what he says. I'm not taking what he said out of context. His own words. I said, the LDS people, many LDS people, and I love the same Jesus. I still believe that. 
Okay, right now, period, we can safely call Dallas Jenkins a heretic. There you go. False teacher of the week, number 44, Dallas Jenkins. I still believe that, and I'm not, I, I have a bit of a superpower in that I don't really care. If, <laughs> if... Every time I've watched this clip, this is what has gotten me heated. This is what has caused me to shout, and I'm going to try. You don't care, Dallas, about the most important aspect of this whole thing. You are making a TV show to present to the world Jesus and the people that he chose to follow him. You're using Calvinist elective language, reformed language. Maybe you don't know it or not. But you're trying to present this about the people that he has chosen and the Jesus you are presenting. Is this, you, you are making the claim that it's the same Jesus as the Mormons and you don't care. If, if something that I say that I passionately believe is, is uh, criticized. Something you say that you passionately believe. So not only do you believe it, you passionately believe that you and the LDS people love the same Jesus. And this is the Jesus that you are presenting a show about. Continue on. Um, I care, of course, if I'm wrong. I care if I, I, I believe in healthy um, correction. But. Okay, before you get to the but, you have received healthy correction, Dallas. Obviously, you don't care if you're wrong. Here's the bottom line. Here's where you may call me in, into specula I'm speculating or whatever, but here's the deal. You are afraid to offend your distribution company by calling them out to say that, that the Jesus of the Bible and the Jesus of Mormonism are strikingly different. It's all about the almighty dollar, isn't it, Dallas? This is what it comes down to. I mean, I can tell you there are other companies out there. I would encourage you to contact the guys from Lore. Marcus Pittman, John Speed, contact them. They may be able to help you with some distribution to get you out from underneath the Mormon thumb so that either you can proclaim the true Christ or just continue to reveal yourself to be the heretic that you are revealing yourself to be. I... I also, when I went, I went back to the interview, my, my conversation with you, and I was like, did I, what did I say that, was, that caused this much uh, angst for some people? And I believe actually in the first interview, I was pretty nuanced with you. I actually said, I'm not LDS. I disagree with a lot of LDS things. Uh, it's just that the people that I know, at least the majority, um, especially when we're talking about Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus of the Gospels, we love the same Jesus. We may have some strong differences of opinion, and you may. Okay, so you are nuanced about other things. But the most important difference between Mormonism and, and biblical Christianity, the person and nature of Christ. Now, yeah, they use terms Jesus of Nazareth and blah, blah, blah. Look at what they believe. And I'm not saying this as I'm, well, I'm going to tell you what they believe as somebody who's not. I was Mormon for 19 years. I know what they believe. I know what I was taught about who Jesus is. 
And it is not the Jesus of the Bible. Jesus is not eternal. He is the spirit, the, the Mormon Jesus is not eternal. He is the spirit child of Elohim and one of his spirit wives. He is the literal spiritual brother through sexual intercourse, spiritual sexual intercourse, whatever that looks like, of Lucifer and you and me and everyone else. He is not, as he proclaims himself to be, our creator. As he revealed himself in the Bible, as John 1 in chapter 1, John in chapter 1 says, that by, through him all things were created. You, me, Lucifer, the, 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 the planet, the stars, the, the quasars, and so on, all those things were created by him. According to Mormons, those were created by somebody else, and all he got to do was organize some material with Michael the Archangel and do some stuff, but he is not eternal. He is not from eternity to eternity. He is not from everlasting to everlasting. He's not the Alpha and the Omega. He's like the the Theta, and maybe, you know, he could be, who knows if he gets to Omega or not. But he is not the beginning. He's got he's got a grandpa, and there's a grandpa before him, and a dad, and a grandpa, an eternal regression of, of gods. He's not the God. Right, Dallas? So whether or not these people make, say the name Jesus of Nazareth, it is a completely different Christ. Yeah, you may believe some things about Jesus before uh, he before the Gospels, and particularly after the Gospels, but I, I believe that I have come to know deeply um, some LDS folks that I would die for, that I would crawl on glass with, that I have crawled on glass with for this project, and who share my belief to make the authentic Jesus known to the world. Obviously not. Here, here's this is why friendship evangelism is garbage. This is why friendship evangelism doesn't work. Well, you got to earn their respect to speak the truth to them and then be their friend. Once you become their friend, you don't want to offend them. And this is exactly where Dallas finds himself. He's afraid to offend these people for whatever reason, whether it's to lose friendships or to lose uh, money or whatever. And now he's in a place where he cannot or, or refuses to actually look at the differences. Well, we may believe a few different things between this and that and blah, blah, blah. No, Dallas, they are huge, gaping gaps. To be redundant. Huge, gaping chasms, that's what I wanted to say, between what the Bible teaches about who Christ is and what Mormons believe who Jesus is. And if it's a different Jesus, then they're actually really bad because they're working really hard to get this show out to the world (laughs) And uh, so if it's part of some really big con, uh, it's, it's a. But here's the problem, Dallas. Here's the problem with this is that you are not refuting them. You're letting them lead the narrative. We believe in the same Jesus. So what you're saying is whoever these Mormons say that Jesus is, this is who I'm presenting. You're not coming out and going, no, they're wrong about Jesus. This is the Jesus that I am authentically trying to, to present. And I'm not. None of these things. Have you ever had Jesus in this show say, I am eternal? That before Abraham was, has he got to that point yet to say before Abraham was, I am? Which even the Mormons will learn how to spin. 
Have you had the Jesus in here say, I created Lucifer, I'm not his brother. Have you had him say to the people that he's following, I am your creator, not your big brother. In the whole literal, physical, spiritual, sexual intercourse sense. Have you had him do that? So no, you're just presenting a Jesus and you're letting them tag their Mormon moniker onto it without any kind of refutation. Really bad one because well, <laughs> we are all... Man. The only one doing a bad job here is you, Dallas. Yeah, it would be, it's, it's a, you're doing a really poor job of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so much of my relationship with the LDS uh, folks has been absolutely beautiful and we've all been unified in uh, the, the Jesus that I'm portraying. That was a really long answer to your question, but I... You have unified the Jesus you're betraying, you're portraying with the LDS definition by your refusal to renounce that LDS definition. It's just this is a huge, huge topic, and it's uh, I, it's very important to, to love this. And and I think a lot of it comes down to you know perspective. Um, I, I heard you in the other interview. I don't know if we talked about this in our previous interview, but uh, you know if we both have a mutual friend, but you think he's five two and I think he's five six, you know, are we talking about a different person or do we just have different understandings of the same person? And and, and so I get that. There this is the next place where I have gotten very, very heated, and I'm going to try not to shout. There is a cosmic difference between understanding somebody's height as 5'2 or 5'6 and recognizing whether or not Jesus is the creator of all living things the creator of all things who spoke everything into existence or if Jesus was a created being as a result of a spiritual sexual relationship between Elohim and one of his wives. That is not, if I, if I have a neighbor named John Fitzgerald Kennedy, but his parents are not Jack and Rose, they're Kenny and Melissa. Is it the same John F. Kennedy? Absolutely not. So there are some differences in understanding of people that make them completely different people than just height. And the differences between what the Bible says about Jesus, what Christ has revealed about himself, and the bogus false Christ that is not able to save anybody of Mormonism there's huge differences. They are absolutely different people. This is, goes far beyond height. There are different perspectives on this, and I understand where people are coming from when they say that we believe in a totally different Jesus. And if they want to go with that perspective, more power to you. But uh, I, I tend to agree with you that, that I think that obviously we believe different things about Jesus, but I think that I we just, unify. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I think, I personally think, I gotta be careful when I say this, but I personally think that the phrase, we I gotta be careful when I say this. Now you're worried about not, not saying something wrong? And what he's about to say is pretty darn offensive, so get ready. We believe in a different Jesus is just intellectually simple. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and, and, 
So if you believe the Mormons and, and Christians have a different Jesus, you're intellectually simple. Let's go watch Dallas. Let's support Dallas's show. He thinks you're intellectually simple. I think he's intellectually dishonest. But yeah, there you go. You're you're simple. And some people might think that's a very good thing. Intellectual simplicity can be very important. I just believe it's too simple. I personally believe that's too reductive of a sentence. Um, I would say... Um, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to me, but comes to the Father by, by, by me. That's pretty darn simple. And he made himself clear of who he is and, and how he was, who, who, who he, is, he is God, he is creator. All through scriptural, scripture, it is made very clear. And it is very simple. It's not too simple. Jesus is God is a whole lot different than Jesus is the son of 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 what may have been God. But he probably had a dad and he had a dad and there's this eternal regression, which is impossible. But he is not who he claimed to be in the Bible. That if I just said all LDS and all evangelicals believe or love the same Jesus, I believe that would be reductive as well. Um, Isn't that what you said? Or, oh, you, you couched it in some LDS and, and Christians believe in the same, as if that makes it any better? The problem is, is you are not taking the initiative to define who Jesus is and, and force the Mormons to go, yeah, we agree or we don't. I believe that you have to take it on a case-by-case -case basis and a person-by-person -person basis. And I think there are some people whose beliefs about Jesus are so extreme or so different that maybe it's, it's fair to say, well, that you just believe in a, in a different Jesus. But okay, that begs the question, how extreme do they have to be? I mean, if being the eternal God with no beginning and no end from everlasting to everlasting, he is God is not vastly different enough than he is the spiritual offspring of a sexual relationship between some spirit being and his wife who is a product of a sexual relationship between his spiritual father and blah, 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 and on and on and on. If that is not vast enough, what is? What is vast enough, Dallas, that you will say, this is a different Jesus? My goodness, I, I just, I've, I've spent hundreds and hundreds of hours, if that, that's, that's conservative, praying with, talking with, exploring with, working on the same uh, project with, uh, a project that's centered around Jesus, with LDS friends um, that I'm extraordinarily close to. And See, there we go. Again, we're back to that whole thing of, I don't want to offend my friends, so I am going to offend God? I'm going to be ashamed of who Jesus is because I don't want to offend these people for whatever reason. It's hundreds of hours. I've spent hundreds of hours with the family that I belong to. Years, 47 years with people who believe in the LDS Jesus. And I'm not afraid to tell them that they're wrong and that it's a different Christ. 
you spent hundreds of hours and suddenly you're not willing to speak up for the truth? And um, I, I, the notion that, that, that they believe in a completely different Jesus is uh, foreign to me. I, I, I've, I've met some people who do believe in a different Jesus, but um, I, I, I can't speak for everybody. I'm just speaking for, for my experience. Yeah. And, and you know what? I think it's exactly that nuance that I appreciate so much because it's taking, I, I think you. All right. So that's the end of that. Whew. So there you go, guys. I mean, I, I, I can't make it any more clear. This is probably the longest episode of false teacher of the week I've done. I try to keep these things around 15 minutes, but this one just had to go. And I can't make it any more simple. The picture that you're looking at, I'm going to leave it there. Usually I drop it down, but I'm going to leave it up. Because this is important to understand. That the Jesus of the, of the Christian world, of Christianity, of Orthodox Christianity, is vastly different than the Jesus that is presented, the counterfeit that is presented by the Mormon church. And we have to recognize that. So again, I would encourage you to share this and let your friends that, that love the, the chosen know that this man is a false teacher, that the Jesus, until he is willing to come out publicly and say, the Jesus that I am representing in this film is not the same that is in the Mormon church, then do not support it. Take back your endorsements. Don't support this until Dallas is willing to admit to the truth or concede to the fact that he's a false teacher and then we should absolutely not support this project. Other than that, I don't have any strong feelings about it. I hope, hope this was helpful for you guys. Um, again, long episode. Thanks for sticking it out with me. If you like it, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the share button. Um, leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast, uh, Google, whatever. Um, subscribe over on Gab TV if you're watching us over there. Um, help us to reach more people with uh, the message of the Master's Dog podcast. So thank you all again, as always. Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.